I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Our feet shall stand within thy gates, O Jerusalem. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise him, all creatures here below. Praise him above ye heavenly hosts. Praise Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. I'm Dr. D.Z. Cofield, senior pastor here at the Good Hope Missionary Baptist Church of Houston, Texas. I want to say Happy New Year to everybody. Man, if I haven't already seen you, if I haven't put my eyes on you, man, I'm praying that God will bless you in this new year like never before. I believe the best is yet to come. Now, I'm not giving any guarantees or any promises. You know, uh, I had a friend tell me, he said, man, I went to a pastor and that pastor prophesied over me at the first day of 2020 and he said man this is going to be your year this is going to be your year to prosper and 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 you're going to be the head and not the tail you're going to be the first and not the last and he said after 2020 and everything that happened with COVID-19 and and all of the business he lost he said he was going back to get a refund refund from that preacher right so I'm not going to promise anything here's what I am going to promise though that God is still on the throne And that if God is for you in the midst of everything that's going on, he is more than the world against you. So I hope and pray that this year blesses you like never before. Our scripture reading today, Matthew chapter 6, beginning at verse 24. The New Living Translation reads, No one can serve two masters, for you will hate one and love the other you will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. That is why I tell you not to worry about everyday life, whether you have enough food and drink or enough clothes to wear. Isn't life more than food and your body more than clothing? Look at the birds. They don't plant or harvest or store food in barns, for your heavenly Father feeds them. And aren't you far more valuable to him than they are? Can all your worries add a single moment to your life? And why worry about your clothing? Look at the lilies of the field and how they grow. They don't work or make their clothing. Yet Solomon in all his glory was not dressed as beautifully as they are. And if God cares so wonderfully for the wildflowers, that are here today and thrown into the fire tomorrow, he will certainly care for you. Why do you have so little faith? So don't worry about these things saying, what will we eat? What will we drink? What will we wear? These things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers, but your heavenly father already knows all your needs. Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously And he will give you everything you need. So don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will bring its own worries. Today's trouble is enough for today. This is the word of the Lord. Let's go to God in prayer and ask God's blessings on our time. Father, we thank you for this first Sunday in the new year. We thank you for your grace and your mercy that allows us to be together even on a virtual platform and we pray now that uh, this year will truly be a different year because it will be a year that we follow you and trust you and obey you like never before Uh, we thank you because as 
2020 has closed out, we were reminded of the many things that we thought we could not live without, that we were forced to live without. The inconveniences that we suffered, for some the embarrassment and self-esteem issues, but in the midst of it all, God, I pray that you have used it to drive us closer to you. We bless your name. It's in Jesus' name we pray, amen. Now, before we move forward in our worship today, I want us to uh, celebrate the Lord's Supper together. Uh, what a great way to start worship this year in communion, taking in the body and the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ, those elements that symbolize his body and his blood, and to be reminded of the sacrifice he has made for us and in turn, the service that he expects from us. The Bible says, as often as you do this, there are some who would celebrate the Holy Communion every day. There are some who celebrate it weekly. There are some who celebrate it monthly, some who celebrate it quarterly, semi-annually, some do it once a year. The amount of times is not the issue. The issue is how do you approach it and how do you come to it? And so Jesus said, as often as you do this, do so in remembrance of me. Let us pray and ask God's blessings on these elements together. Father, we thank you and we bless you for today. Uh, we pray now for this unleavened bread and the fruit of the vine. It represents your body and your blood that was given for us. We thank you for that gift. And we recognize, God, that you paid a price that we could not pay for ourselves. God, we ask you to forgive us of our sins of thought, word, and deed. Omission and commission. The things that we have done overtly, covertly, and inadvertently. Don't allow anything to hinder our worship of you around this table. And help us, God, as we start this new year, to start it in a way that it would help us to gain spiritual momentum so that we can continue our journey with you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. There is a fountain filled with blood drawn from Emmanuel's vein and sinners who plunge beneath that flood lose all of their guilt and stain. Uh, it was the night that Jesus was betrayed. He took the elements, the, the Passover meal, and gave them uncommon significance. He took the bread and after he had blessed it, he broke it gave it to his disciples. He said, take, eat, this is my body, which is given for you. As often as you do this, do so in remembrance of me. And as we eat, let us remember the sacrifice that our Lord made on that old rugged cross to pay for our sins, not his sins, that we would have 
the right to eternal life. Let us eat together. Amen. Likewise, when supper was ended, he took the cup, the fruit of the vine, and after he blessed it, he poured it and gave it to his disciples. He said, take, drink, this is my blood. This is the new covenant. No longer would we have our sins covered by the blood of animals, but his sinless blood would wash us white as snow. The writer of Hebrews said, without the shedding of blood, there could be no remission of sin. Let us drink and remember together. Amen. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for the opportunity to worship you around this table. We thank you for your grace and your mercy that's allowed us to see another year, not because we deserved it. You've been better to us than we could ever deserve. But we pray now, God, that we would take this opportunity to not only thank you with our lips, but to thank you with our living. So that as we live, our lives will be more pleasing in your sight. We give you glory and honor now. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you for worshiping and sharing the Lord's Supper with us. Now, before we go any further, listen, I already know. So in December, for those of you who didn't know, December, my birthday month, my wife's birthday, and I did not sing happy birthday on the digital platform. We had our parking lot praise. And so for the couple of December people who came out, they had their birthday song and we were able to celebrate. And you know, I said, Ooh, Lord, I know I'm in trouble with my December birthday. So here's what I need. I need the December birthdays and the January birthdays to stand wherever you are. If you're with family members or friends, Listen, if you're in a room by yourself, you know what they said? It's a poor dog that won't wag its own tail. All right. So let's get up. Come on, celebrate the gift of going around the sun another year. Uh, let's get ready to celebrate our birthdays. Maestro, hit it. Well, we're singing happy. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. You look good, you look don't you know good. you look fine? You look fine. We hope you have, have a good time. Hey, we're singing happy. Happy birthday to you. Ooh, we're singing happy. Happy birthday to you. Yeah, we're singing happy. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Listen, I hope and pray, boy, you started off this year 
if you ended the year, man, listen, let's just get ready to go into 2021 and let's make it the best year possible. COVID here, not here, doesn't matter. God is still on the throne and God is still in charge. Come on, let's give God some praise. Elder Taylor and the praise team are going to come and help us in our worship of the Lord today. Praise the Lord, everybody. It's time to worship. It's time to worship. Come on, put your hands together. Jesus, we've come to give you all the glory and the honor. We've come to worship you. Real simple song. Come on, learn this and sing it with us. It says this. Jesus, I give you the glory. I give you the honor. I give you the praise. Jesus, I give you the Sing along with us, everybody. Everybody say, Jesus, I give you. To worship you, yes, Lord. Oh, Lord, I come. Oh, I come to worship you. Come on, let's give him the highest praise here, y'all. Hallelujah! I give you the glory. Hallelujah! I give you the praise. Hallelujah! I've come to just to worship. Oh Lord, I come. I come, Lord, to worship you. Can we take it up right here, y'all? Oh, say Jesus. I give you the honor. Give you the praise, Lord. Let's go, y'all. Yeah, yeah. 
give you the praise. Come on, y'all. Said, I give you the glory. I give you the honor. I give you the praise.
she can. See, I'm a living witness. I know that he can. Know that the Lord is there for you. Yeah. Yeah. Know that he can. Just know. I know that he can. It may not look like it right now. But stand on his word. Believe. Know that the Lord can. If he did it for you. Thank you, Elder. Thank you, the praise team, man. Thank you. What a a great word to start off this new year. He can. The fact that God can. That's what you need to know. God can. Don't ever live your life thinking that he can't. No, God can. And if there is a failure, the failure is never in God. The failure is in you and me. So let's affirm in our minds and in our spirits that he can. And then let's do our part so we can tap into the canness of God. I know that's a new word, but that's good preaching. The canness of God, because God can. All right, let's go to God in prayer and ask God's blessings on our time today. Father, thank you for this day. And we pray now that everything that we do and everything that we say will be pleasing in your sight and bring glory and honor to you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So in 2013, this song was released. It was the only single released from this movie soundtrack, Despicable Me 2. But it was a song that, like wildfire, spread not just across this country, but across the world. Just one of those great feel-good songs. I mean, easy to sing along, at least the chorus. Everybody knew the chorus, and it had a nice little beat. Wouldn't put a whole lot of strain on you. If you didn't know how to dance, you could just move to it. It was reported to be Congressman John Lewis's favorite song. The writer, Pharrell Williams, and the song, Happy. And man, listen, it's hard to hear that song. I mean, let's be honest. It's hard to hear that song and not feel pretty good. 
I mean, you just start snapping your fingers, you start moving your feet, you start bobbing your head, right? Because I'm happy. I mean, it's just, you know, like, like a room without a roof, right? I mean, you, you, just, you just start feeling that song. But here's what's interesting. What do you do when the song stops playing? What do you do when the music is turned off? The Center for Disease Control and Prevention said that over half the people who die before they're 65, the basic cause of death is stress. Stress. It may manifest itself in a number of ways, heart attacks, strokes, and the like, but the basic cause of death is stress. It has been said that between 60 and 70 percent of people who go to see their doctor have stress as the underlying cause of their symptoms. But can I tell you something, my brothers and sisters? This is not how God wants us to live. Now, without question, for me personally, 2020 was, I think, by far one of the most stressful years, if not the most stressful year in my life. Now, I've had events that were more stressful. But when I talk about ongoing, unrelenting, unending stress, I mean, stress that was around so heavy and so long that it would either break you or build you. That kind of stress, no year has ever compared for me to 2020. But here's the question. What am I going to do now going into 2021? You see, while there's a lot of excitement and a lot of positive thoughts around the vaccines that are coming onto the market, we're already hearing about delays in distributing the vaccine. Uh, We're hearing some talk about side effects. We're hearing talk about the virus morphing and evolving changing. Uh, We know that if all things go well, everybody will get the vaccine by the second quarter, but we also know that Murphy's Law is going to come into effect, that whatever can go wrong will go wrong, and we're already seeing that start. So what do we do in the midst of a surge within a surge, in the midst of people who wouldn't wear a mask already deciding they're not going to get a vaccine? In the midst of everything that is going on, how are we going to walk in and ensure that 2021 is different than 2020? Today I want to begin a series of messages, and and the series is titled, Don't Worry, Trust God. Don't Worry, Trust God. And over the next several weeks, I want to share with you messages to help you find the encouragement and strength you need to put aside our tendency and your tendency to worry and to help you focus on the power in trusting in God. Our text today is Matthew chapter 6. Matthew chapter 6. And we're going to begin at verse 25 and we'll be referencing several passages throughout this sermon. Uh, Our title today is 
Don't Worry, Trust God, which is going to serve also as the, the series title. And, and I'm looking forward to really just uh, helping you start off this new year in the best possible way. Typically, we hear pr- people talking about New Year's resolutions and, and they have their list of resolutions. But I want to encourage you today to, to make uh, not as many physical resolutions, but make some mental e- resolutions, make some spiritual resolutions, and, and create some anchor moments that you will build your schedule and life around and some things that you will use to remind you constantly of the challenge to not worry, but to trust God, okay? Here's the first thing I want you to see. Number one, realize you have the power to choose whether you will worry or trust. Realize you have the power to choose whether you will worry or trust. Verse 25, Matthew chapter 6, the ESV translation says, Therefore I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Uh, Go down to verse 27. And which of you being anxious can add a single hour to his span of life. Uh, Go down to verse 31. Therefore, do not be anxious saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink or what shall we wear? The command to not be worry or to not be anxious occurs three times here in these verses. Three times Jesus talks about worry. And the reason I believe Jesus talks about worry is because he knows it is the inclination of human beings to worry. It's natural for us to worry. And Jesus understands that one of the greatest needs you and I have is to be delivered from worrying. Now, Let me say something to you because I I think it's important, and I'll repeat it later on in case you miss it. Worry is natural, but it is not necessary to your existence. In other words, there will come a point, come, come a time when you will worry. The question is, is worrying just something that you are mentally driving by, or is worrying a place that you get out and mentally park, or maybe even more than park, it's a place where you decide to live. Jesus says, do not be anxious for anything. Do not worry. Don't allow anything uh, to occupy your mind to a place where you become negatively affected by that focus or those thoughts. It's in the imperative mood, which means it's a command. It's in the active voice. And Jesus basically wants you to know that uh, worry is not something that you deal with at one time and that's it. Right? You will always have to remind yourself not to worry 
But Jesus wants you to know that worrying is a choice and you have to choose to worry or not worry. It's not dependent upon what you go through. It's really dependent upon how you choose to react or respond to what you go through. See, worry keeps you from trusting God. Worry keeps you from moving forward to become all that God wants you to be. Worry keeps you many times in in your past and in your present so that you can't move forward to claim the glorious future that God has for you. And so Jesus says, don't worry. Don't be anxious. Don't don't be anxious about anything. that's, That's what Jesus is saying. See, when you worry about anything, you fail to trust God for everything. Let me say it again. When you worry about anything, you fail to trust God for everything. And worry basically means you are paying attention to what you cannot change. Because here's what I know. If you could change it, you wouldn't worry about it. Worry is literally you preoccupied mentally for what reveals your inability. And Jesus says, don't worry. Don't worry. Don't be anxious for anything. Philippians chapter 4, beginning at verse 6. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Here's the second thing I want you to see. Number two, realize your worrying is a waste of time. Realize your worrying is a waste of time. Jesus says, not only do you need to know worry is a choice, So you can choose to not be anxious. He says, but realize the futility, the wastefulness of worry. He says, don't be anxious because life, I'm in verse 25, is more than food and the body more than clothing. Verse 26, look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not more value than they? He says, there's no worrying that you can do to add an inch to your height. There's no worry that you can do to provide for yourself. That's not what worry does. It's a waste of time. It's a waste of energy. Jesus says worrying is worthless. All your worries cannot add a single moment to your life. And and he literally lays out four things that he says, don't worry about. Uh, Don't worry about your finances. Write these down. Don't worry about your finances. Don't worry about your future. Don't worry about your food. And don't worry about your fashion. Let me say it again. He says, don't worry about your finances. Don't worry about your future. Don't worry about your food. And don't worry about your fashion. Instead of worrying about it, he says, do something about it. But don't become preoccupied with those things because 
God says he is going to provide for you. He is going to provide for you. He will provide for you so that you can make it in this world. Now, here's the problem. Most of us worry because we're not looking at need. We're really functioning from the place of greed. We're functioning from the place of excess. So it's not that we don't have, it's that we don't have what we want. Right? It's not that we don't have clothes, we just don't have clothes that impress everybody else or impress us. And, and basically what I hear God saying is when you live with that kind of pressure, that's self-imposed pressure. That's, that's not God-ordained pressure. That's, that's, that's pressure that your flesh is putting on yourself to please yourself and to impress others instead of functioning and being what God has called you to be. He says, don't, don't worry about anything because worry is worthless. Here's the third and final thing. Number three, you need to spend your time and energy seeking God instead of worrying about things. You need to spend your time and energy seeking God instead of worrying about things. What are you going to do different in 2021? Matthew 6, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Verse 33 begins with that contrastive conjunction, but letting you know that what follows is in contrast to what preceded it. Jesus has been talking about the futility of worry, the worthlessness of worry. And then Jesus says, but, so instead of worrying about all of that stuff that God will provide, God will provide, he says, take that energy and redirect that energy to seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. That word for seek literally means to desire, to go after, to put forth and be intentional in trying to accomplish or get. He says, seek first, put effort. And, and this is not a one-time effort. This is ongoing. Um, for some of us, we, we treat our, our spirituality like we, we, we treat our New Year's resolution to work out. We go in strong the first of the year, and the first week we're in there four or five days. Then two weeks later, we're in there three days a week. Then two weeks after that, we're in there one day a week. And two weeks after that, we're in there once every other week until we get to the point that we're saying, you know, well, I started off strong. God says, no, you must be consistent in your seeking of God. Uh, to seek the kingdom means both to submit to God's sovereignty here and now, to work for the future coming of his kingdom, 
and to serve and obey him in everything. To seek his righteousness means to live in a way that pleases God by making his character your pattern for living and his standards your standards. I submit to you that what is most important to you is what you seek after. And if you say loving God is your priority, if you say you love the Lord with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, and all your strength, then I submit to you that you better do a better job in 2021 consistently seeking his kingdom and his righteousness. See, what's interesting is Jesus says when you get your priorities right, your blessings will be right. He says when you get your priorities right, all of these other things shall be added. All of what things? Finance, food, fashion, all of those other things will be added unto you. That's what he says. That's the context. He says all of those things that you would worry about when you seek the kingdom, all of those things will be added unto you. All of those things will be added unto you. Your finances, your future, your food, your fashion, all of those things will be added unto you. So maybe the question I need to ask you today is what's going to be your priority for 2021? Now, now can I tell you something? Let me, let me be honest with you. I'm going to be honest with you. I want to be transparent with you. Man, last year was, was a tough year. And I don't know if anybody who went into March of 2020 and didn't go through some ups and downs, and many people spent more time down than they spent up. I mean, it was a trying time. It was a trying time emotionally. It was a trying time mentally. It was a trying time physically. It was a trying time spiritually. It, man, it, man, it's just been a trying time. But the question now is, what do we need to do to get back on track? And I submit to you, my brothers and sisters, to get on track and to stay on track, we need to make sure that we do what? Spend our time and our energy seeking God instead of worrying. Whatever you've gone through, it has been a lesson that I hope you have learned. And I hope you're ready now for God to take that lesson and take you to the next level. Look at 2 Samuel 22, beginning at verse 2. And he said, the Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer. The God of my strength, in whom I will trust. My shield and the horn of my salvation. My stronghold and my refuge. My Savior, you save me from violence. Psalm 91, verse 2. I will say to the Lord, my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. The old hymn said, Be not dismayed, whatever betide you. 
COVID-19, pandemic, economic crisis, social unrest, God will take care of you. Beneath his wings of love, I will abide. God will take care of you. All you need, he will provide. If you ask, he will not deny you. God will take care of you. And there's somebody who's watching right now. Listen to me carefully. He may not have done it how you have wanted him to do it. He may not have done it how you prayed for him to do it. He may not have done it how you expected him to do it. But you can testify that God has taken care of you. May not have provided the way from the source that you thought he would provide. God may have had to deal with your ego and had to deal with your pride and had to deal with your self-esteem. But God has been faithful. Not how you thought, but he's still been faithful nevertheless. And I need you to rejoice right now and thank God for his provision. Stories told of a missionary who was on the foreign mission field serving faithfully. And she would go every month to the town to get her monthly support that was sent to her. And she would stock up on her supplies that she would need for the month and then would go back out to her village to serve. Every month she would do that. She would go in, receive her commission from the mission agency. She would buy her supplies for the month and she would go back to her village and serve. Well, this month she started feeling a little sick and she decided when she went into town this particular month that she would go get her, her mission support and she would go to the doctor and then she would get supplies with whatever was left. When she went to get her support, it wasn't there. It wasn't in the mailbox. Hadn't come. And she didn't have any resources to buy supplies. She was sick. She didn't have money to pay for the doctor. And so she just went back to her village. When she went back to her village, she began to look in her cupboards to see what she had to eat. She wasn't feeling well. And all she had was oatmeal and nonfat dry milk. And so that's what she ate what she had left, nonfat dry milk and oatmeal. As the days passed, she began to get stronger and her strength began to come back and she felt better and better. Finally, when she got to the end of the month, it was time for her to go to the mailbox and check and get her mission support. When she walked back to the town, and went to the post office, she found in the mailbox not one support checks, but two with a note apologizing, explained to her that there was a mix-up on the end of her supporters and they missed the month and so they wanted to make sure that she 
had everything that she needed. So they covered last month and the present month. She was happy to see it, made her way to the doctor. Uh, she was feeling 100%, but she wanted to check with the doctor to see what was wrong with her and what she should do next time she was feeling that way. She goes to the doctor and she talks to the doctor and the doctor asks her what were her symptoms and she began to describe her symptoms and the doctor immediately identified and diagnosed what her illness was. And he said, well, how are you feeling now? And she said, well, I'm feeling great. I I feel 100%. She said, but let me ask you a question. If I had come to you last month, what would you have prescribed? in order for me to get better. And she said, well, the doctor said to her, well, I would have told you to go home and get plenty of rest and to only eat oatmeal and nonfat dry milk. That's the only way that illness would pass. And I'm telling you that, somebody ought to be shouting right now, I'm telling you that because God can provide. And what you see as an accident or a coincidence is really a God incident. And my hope and my prayer is that you're ready for 2021 to be the best year possible because you're ready to make a commitment to God like never before. Don't worry. Trust God. Let's pray. Father, thank you for your blessing, your word. I pray now that everything that's been said and everything that's been done has been pleasing in your sight. Uh, May you be glorified in the midst of it all. I pray, God, that someone has heard and I pray that they would make a commitment now to worry less and to trust more. Help somebody, God, to look back over their lives and to see how futile and how worthless worry has been and help them to see how faithful you have been. We love you. We ask your blessings in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, again, I want to thank you for being with us on today uh, to celebrate this first Sunday in the new year uh, with the people of God. We, We can't be in the church house together. Um, We still are are concerned. I I spoke to our uh, church COVID task force and our doctors and nurses uh, are 100% in support of us remaining on the digital platform as we're seeing surges on top of surges uh, to make sure that we remain safe, especially those who have underlying health conditions. Uh, make sure you, you take care of yourself. We, we've had two funerals. We've had seven to ten people who have contracted the virus. And we've been blessed that they have survived in terms of death. Um, but there are some who are still suffering from the lingering effects of COVID-19. And so we want to make sure that we do our part to get this virus under control. Um, If you'd like to become part of our church family, if you want to give your life to the Lord, uh, you can do so online. Uh, All you have to do is click on the link. Um, I want to become a Christian, uh, but how? And you can click either on our website or 
on our church app and I will lead you through the prayer of salvation. Or uh, if you'd like to unite with our church, you can become part of our church family by, by simply saying, I want to join the church and click on that link and we'll help you in terms of your discipleship. Man, we've got some exciting things planned for you this year. I've, I've got so many exciting things planned. I'll be honest with you. I just haven't had time just to get them all out of my spirit. But I promise you, man, when they come, you are going to be excited, both those of you who are near and far, because we want to help facilitate your discipleship. Remember, you're not watching to make me a big preacher or us a big church. We're here to help you become the biggest and best Christian that you can possibly be. All right? Keep me in your prayers. Keep our church in your prayers. As we continue to serve people, we want to continue to be salt and light in this dark and dying world. Remember, God is doing something wonderful in you. God is doing something wonderful in me. And let's pray and let's keep allowing God to do something great in all of us. All right? God bless you and God be with you. Encourage the person that's next to you. Tell them God is doing something wonderful in you. Come on, say it. God is doing something wonderful in you. Yeah.